Greetings, this is Amy Showalter with the Engagement Edge for February of 2022. This month we're going to talk about your SOS, your strength of story. What's your SOS? You know, why you need to think like a Hollywood mogul for attention, persuasion, and action. As many of you know, we first taught advocacy and PAC professionals the importance and persuasive capacity of narrative. Um, that's when narrative wasn't such a loaded term, so now we call it story more often than narrative. Uh, back in 2001, I believe. Everyone's fascination with stories isn't new to us. And our goal is to help organizations elevate their advocacy and PAC persuasion results. And to elevate, you need evidence. Evidence is a very important yet neglected part of story development. Evidence comes from testing your stories in a competitive environment. We have to remember that we're in a competitive story environment. Your organization's stories aren't the only ones legislators are hearing. They're hearing from your competition as well. So how can you prevail if you don't have story feedback, evaluation, or rigorous testing? You know, usually when an advocacy campaign begins, there's always an emphasis on story collection, which is necessary. But as my colleague Dr. Rhodes always reminds us, there's a difference between a good story and a great story. Great stories have more evidence behind them. They've been tested with a proxy audience. This testing is what virtually every advocacy organization doesn't do. Or if they do test them, it's with the wrong audience. Here's how it usually goes. You have your influence goal. The advocacy team creates a clever tagline for the campaign. They know they need stories that illustrate the personal impact of the legislation that they're trying to advance, stop, or amend in the legislative process. They look for ordinary people to tell the stories. They take the AWB, as I call it, the Any Warm Body approach to gathering stories. They post the stories in every online platform known to mankind. But guess what? Your opponent's doing the same thing. If it's good enough for people who create stories that have a worldwide audience who create stories for a living to test them and include that in their production budget, advocacy professionals who don't create stories for a living should probably do it too, unless you're satisfied with having an okay story. If you aren't satisfied and want better stories, keep listening. You have to think like a movie mogul. Movie executives test their stories. How movie testing and audience screening used to be conducted was simply for audiences to screen a movie with a particular ending. And then when they exited the theater, they'd be asked if they would recommend that movie to a friend. Movie executives would take that data, weigh the input, and alter the picture's ending accordingly. Industry insiders report that Francis Ford Coppola loves testing his movie endings and had several prepared for the movie Apocalypse Now while director Ron Howard hates the testing of alternate movie endings. Some trivia for you here. Did you know that when The Wizard of Oz was tested among audiences, they did not like the Somewhere Over the Rainbow theme, which is so beloved now by people of all ages. Movie titles are tested as well. Did you know that the James Bond License to Kill title was originally License Revoked? (laughs) Yes, License Revoked. As you can imagine, the U.S. audience didn't like uh, license revoked and expressed confusion as to how that fit with the James Bond character. The Pretty Woman movie with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts was originally titled 3000. That's right, 3000. It was meant to be a rather dark movie about prostitution and drug use. 
Several unhappy endings were not accepted by the screening audience, and it had to be changed to the happy, supposedly, ending of Richard Garris sending the fire escape because we know that when a guy does that well, it's going to end well for everyone. Who can forget the ending of the Michael Douglas and Glenn Close thriller Fatal Attraction? According to the producer Sherry Lansing in her book Leading Lady, Sherry Lansing and the Making of a Hollywood Groundbreaker, the original ending for Fatal Attraction uh, had Glenn Close killing herself by slitting her throat with Michael Douglas's knife. Plot twist, what that meant was that the knife also had his fingerprints on it and the movie ended with him going to prison. While the ending was changed to Glenn Close being Glenn Close's character being killed by Michael Douglas's wife, played by Ann Archer, uh, Glenn Close vehemently argued against that ending, preferring something with more dignity for her character. So, you know, however, with any research, improper methodology can ruin a good thing. It's reported that during the screening of Mission Impossible 3, Tom Cruise crashed to the screening, which delighted everyone in the audience. Uh, but do you think it might have created any bias among the audience uh, after seeing him there at the screening? It's not good enough to ask your advocates to share their story with you, with other advocates, or with your coalition members. You are vastly different from who they're trying to persuade. What this means is you need to test your audience with a proxy audience and with your competitors' stories as comparison. Does this take some extra time and work? Yes. Will it reveal more persuasive stories and frames that you can use to advance your issues? Yes. So think like a Hollywood mogul and test, test, test your stories to increase their persuasive power. Thanks. This is Amy with the Engagement Edge.